folks named that boy that's African name. No one from Cleveland. 4.24 a.m., but the studio don't close, man. It's a new game now. We ain't passing blunts no more. Jason, ain't no passing to the left hand side, to the right hand side, no hand side. You keep your blunt. You pass a blunt now, somebody likely to cuss you out. Coronavirus. Smoking by yourself. Little blunts. Smoking by yourself. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another Meldrick Moment Extendo Edition podcast. This is episode number 84. I am still your host, Yusuf Ali, coming to you kind of live. If you're listening at the same time I'm recording this somehow, then it's super live. But if not, it's 10.07 on a Monday night here in TV Table Studios in beautiful Eagle Rock, California. Another Pillowcase production. Um... Um, we bought not even a full week since the last podcast, but that's because, you know, like I say, some, t- some days it's going to come out on a Tuesday, some days it might come out on a Wednesday. Um, the Brown season is over, so the QBP will be a little more sporadic than it was the last seven weeks or so. But we still going to drop them, so, and I'll remind you when we drop them. The next episode is coming out this week. Um, maybe. But what it's going to be is a recap of the season. But that's that. This is this. Uh, this episode got a lot of shit. Uh, it's Martin Luther King birthday weekend. And maybe that's why. But for some reason, I had reparations on my brain all week. Um, uh, turns out uh, dollar store employees cannot fight. Uh, that was the title of an episode previously. Uh but uh, yeah, other than that, it's a lot of shit to get into. So let's just get right on into it. Today is your special day. Today is a day that everything goes your way. Today is a day that you were born. Now come on, y'all. He got it going on. It's his birthday. It's his birthday. From January to December. Everybody got a day that they got to remember. You got to turn 18 or 25. Come on, y'all. Let's go and get alive. It's your birthday. It's your birthday. It's your birthday. It's your birthday. birthday. You get a cake with your name on it and some candles on the top. You get some presents and some good friends. Come on, y'all. We're not going to stop. It's your birthday. (laughs) 
Belmont. We back in this bitch. Um, it is Martin Luther King. And it's current as I'm recording this. It is the day we observe Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday. Uh, today is actually January 19th. I think his actual birthday is January 15th. I'm not sure. Uh, fact check me, Mel Mose. But uh, all we know is that second Monday, or I guess that would make this the yeah, second Monday of January is for Martin Luther King. And that's how it is. And that's how it bees. Um, and um, until I probably say the last ten years or so, I looked at Martin Luther King a whole different way. I'm this ain't about. Don't worry, man. Most it's not about to be a, a a whole Martin Luther King post. I mean podcast, but I gotta gotta say something. We gotta say something about that man, right? Uh, but anyway. I didn't. I didn't look at him. Just, I thought he was just like, you know, old Martin King, you know. But then, you know, since the internet got large and YouTube, and you learn as you get older, even because they even what they don't tell you in school, because all they tell you in school about Martin King is the speech, and he got shot. For the most part, I'm just, I mean cutting down all the fat, trimming the fat. That's what that's the most part they tell you. Oh, and the, the march. They might tell you about the march on Washington, which led to the, the speech. Anyway. They didn't tell you that he was a lot he was starting to be more militant, you know, in his final days or whatever. So years or whatnot. So that was cool. And uh one thing that he has started he started to be on with reparations which oddly enough for some reason this week I was also really thinking about reparations because I wasn't just I ain't gonna say it came out of nowhere I've been watching these uh, history like 10 15 like 15 minute history lessons Black History Lessons on YouTube. It's a channel, a great channel. I can't think of the guy's name right now. I'll plug it. Um, I'll find it and plug it. But um, because I don't mind telling my Melmos where to get this knowledge. Because I'm I'm trying to drop some knowledge, but these dudes be serious. These dudes, that's what they do. They are serious about history and knowledge. I'm just giving you a sped up, high ass version. But um, anyway, I was he was talking about slavery and civil war and just all this shit like um, black codes and all these dumbass chicken laws, pig laws, whatever the fuck, chicken law, pig law, however you see it, and just it just got me to thinking how fucked up shit is, and it wasn't that long ago. It wasn't really that long ago when you think about it. And every year, more importantly, every generation, we keep having these same speeches and remembrances and, oh man, this is fucked up, this is still fucked up. Now, a hundred years ago, it was, you know, 1922, well, okay, that's too far back, 
going back to the books. See what I mean? This is just not that far. Let's just go to 1922. Slavery probably over not even 50 years yet, or just just about 50 years, a little over 50 years. Slavery been officially over. Motherfuckers is is you know probably having these reminiscence about how we need to you know 30 years ago we came a long way from 30 years but we still need to keep fighting we still need to keep fighting they talk in 1922 talking like this fast forward to the 60s we talking about a hundred they talking about they say a hundred years ago then we've been fighting we've been fighting for a hundred years we've been fighting for a hundred years now it's another fucking 50 damn near 60 years later and we still having the same fucking conversations before and after Martin Luther King. And it just had me to thinking like, why the fuck we not more upset about reparations? 2020, with all the protesting and people being at home and getting knowledge and watching YouTube and going deep, motherfuckers got mad for a second. White folks felt guilty for a second. And then... They let people back outside, open the restaurants back up, and the stores and the basketball courts and shit. The movie theaters and the comedy club and everything went right back to normal. Forgot about all they even and Melmos, y'all didn't listen to this now. 83 episodes. Y'all know I don't talk about all this political Washington bullshit, but man. They supposed to do the George Floyd Policing Act bullshit. They ain't did nothing. They don't give a fuck about nothing. So I just got re-mad about reparations. And I'm thinking about... I remember me and Jill talking about... What if the rappers decided to all rap about... You know, peace and love and unity and... And no more drugs and no more shootings and fuck all these designer clothes and cars and jewelry. How, you know, would nobody buy that shit? Would nobody want to hear that shit? Whatever. But if they just was to stick to their guns eventually with the same beats over the same exact beats, you couldn't help it. it people might tune it out, but the words would, would be there. So now I'm thinking even more. All these rappers start rapping about reparations. All the big rappers, all the, everybody, everybody, any black celebrity, rap, sing, dance, act, basketball, anybody they put in front of a fucking microphone that got uh, followers, especially now with social media, should be talking about reparations and nothing else. We got, got a new album coming out, but I'm not going to drop it until we get these reparation talks moving. Some shit like that. But I ain't talking about for the up and coming rappers. Y'all need to sell and make y'all money. Matter of fact, y'all sit this one out. New rappers don't make no shit. Don't, I want to hear no music from nobody who ain't been rapping for less than 10 years. Because we need people with enough money to sacrifice a year or two of income. Maybe even three or four or five years of income to get this shit done so it's all it's probably only like seven rappers that can do that but that's the only way it's gonna get done because the poor rappers can't do it ain't nobody listening to them and they can't afford to do it rich rappers 
come on, Nas, Jay Z, Rich Rappers, Eminem. Yeah, you, Eminem too. Some reparation raps, cause this is bullshit. This is the man's birthday, and he was on it. Let's hear from the goat. And this is the reality. Now, when we come to Washington in this campaign, we are coming to get our check. And that's it. That's what. That should be every athlete, celebrity, what motherfuckers quote to start off every interview. Let's start. Let's steer every conversation we're about to have. I guess you can still talk about the game, but let's talk about this shit right quick. And that's where it starts. You don't even got to strike shit yet or protest or boycott nothing yet. Just bring it up in conversation every day. Every day, that's it. Every topic. You don't even gotta lead the show with it. The uh, undisputed first take, around the horn, whatever the fuck, all these fucking shows. But get it in there. Make it the second topic. Yeah, the Cowboys lost, and that was fucked up. But you know what else? Reparations. Like even I can't afford to make a. A whole reparations podcast. They got a reparations podcast. You know what happens? Don't nobody listen to it. Because don't nobody want to hear an hour. We are over and over and over. Not even just, if it was the same hour, if it was one episode, that's one thing. But this, every, every fucking episode is about reparations. And I get it. I'm glad that it, this podcast exists. But the people doing the podcast. They not, they not it. We need if we gonna have a reverations podcast. It need to be fucking Oprah. It need to be motherfuckers people listen to, no matter what. Like that have cults and follow it. Like you know, but it ain't gonna happen. It just it would be nice. It would be nice. And like like. All the shit that they pay out. I don't even got to... Y'all know. There's a lot of bullshit that get paid out. A lot of money get made off of... A lot of people making easy money off of bullshit. A lot of NFT money flow. There's a lot of money. A lot of money floating around. We saw it with stimulus check. Let's just get those reparation checks, man. Let's just... Let's do it. And and I get that people probably like, well, how do you divide it up? Who gets what? I say everybody gets something. Everybody, even white folks. Hear me out. Everybody gets something. Because the white folks, they was part of the shitty deal too. They was part of the shitty deal. Slavery was shitty. And it was some white folks that wasn't with it. We can't. And if we ask them today, I mean, it probably would. It'd probably be a few that would admit that they were. They was with it. But mo- I would say the majority would say today. Today. That's living alive in 2022. 
say that that shit was fucked up and mean it and really mean like man that shit was fucked up that was fucked up now they could get a check now the ones see the case, the catch is you just don't tell them that you ask them and you get for you act you look for an honest answer and then the next day on the news you announce okay everybody who wasn't with it getting the check everybody else fuck y'all and they ah oh, this is bullshit but that's how you do it first off everybody get a check that's that agree slavery is fucked up and then you start paying out I know it's gonna sound fucked up but you gotta start paying out more based on income today so if you already rich then that that's how you eliminate uh skin tone because I know motherfuckers gonna say would the light skinned people get more or less because would they get more because they were clearly raped or would they get less because they have or a quarter or eighth or some shit you know what I mean so no so you, you gotta do it like income based so like LeBron, uh, LeBron James he probably would get the basic hundred dollar check just for being black because he already a millionaire so he, like he damn near a billionaire you can't not give him nothing same thing with like michael jordan and oprah they gonna they get the basic 100 dollar check that's the that's the least that they can get and then it goes you know from there so you know you have somebody like in extreme poverty hundred thousand dollar check see how see how that go so wherever you fall is based on how much you make. So depending on how much you make, is it's a bracket like. So everybody gets something. Uh, I guess white folks would get a basic. Um, white folks could get a basic. You know what? Let's raise the let's raise the basic so that it's fair for for the, for the rich and the non-racist. So let's say the basic check is two hundred and fifty dollars. There you go. I think white folks. I think the white folks could agree on every single one of them, just for being alive, getting a two hundred fifty dollar check. I think that's cool. I think that's cool. A lot of beers will get bought, um, you know, and whatever the fuck. But I'm just saying, I think that's how we do it. So that's my idea. I didn't really want to take that much time talking about it but I did so uh what the fuck uh heard a commercial <laughs> for the forest which is that's fucked up see we talk about this a lot about how kids so many new devices now they got the fucking oculus and metaverse bullshit these kids are not going outside ever again I really don't think so it's gonna, it's gonna be. I'm at look, Melmos. I don't know where y'all listening to me from, but I'm in California, and it's nice a lot. And you know, what I never see kids outside playing. Now, if I go to a designated area, then yeah, sometimes I see some small kids at the park where it's a, a fucking swing set or some shit like that. But as far as the typical 13, 14, 15 year old throwing a football around, playing 21, uh, just sitting on the porch, 
talking shit. Uh, whatever 15 year olds used to do that I don't know that we used to do. And I hooked up. I guess so I can't compare. I can't compare these 2022 kids to shit that we was doing in 1995. You just can't on any level from what they got on, from what they listening to, to how they listening to it, fucking how they talking to the girls, these, these punk, these young, see, that's, I'm sounding bitter, but do you know these young dudes call girls bro? They call girls bro. All right, anyway. Anyway, the whole point is I heard a commercial for the forest. The fo- just the forest. Not an amusement park. Not a fucking... Not a fucking... Uh, 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 outdoor game. Not a slip and slide. Not- nothing specific to outside. Just outside. Just a, for- a forest. A commercial for the forest. And basically the commercial was just saying... Please... It is so much shit to do in the forest. It really ain't shit to do in the forest. When you think about it. If you're in the forest, you're probably doing some bullshit. But at, at, at this point, they saying, whatever you do, just come, please, leave the house. Uh, come do, uh, do evil shit. Devil worship. Um, uh, have... Uh, group sex. Do it, please. Come to the forest. I never heard a commercial for. I never heard a commercial for the outside. Hey man, the street. Come play. Yeah, cars come up and down. You might have to pause the football game every couple seconds, but please come outside and play. Message brought to you by the street and the ad council. It's fucked up, man. Uh, this ain't news, but it's just something I heard. Also, Juice World's mama said she finally heard some of his songs. Now, Melmo's remember a couple podcasts ago. I was telling y'all about the documentary. I, ho- I don't know if y'all watched it yet. I hope y'all watched it. I was about to say I hope, and I don't know at the same time or at my fault. I hope y'all watched it, but if not, it's, it's very revealing. Dude was in obvious pain and need of help through his lyrics. Um, and his mama said she's just not hearing it. And I'm thinking, that's child neglect. Because if you would have heard one song, I, y'all, I know parents don't want to really hear that shit. Maybe they can't, they kids and they don't think the shit is good. Or, But at this point, the dude was, he wasn't just making songs for his friends. So at that point, you thought you would have, as a decent parent, like, let me see what's going on. This guy is a superstar rapper. Let me just see what the fuck he's talking about, at least. Because I know how I raised him. So let me see what he rapping about. Not out of curiosity. Not one time till now you decided you wanted to hear what he rapping about. And then, uh, yeah, he was he was in pain. No fucking shit. This dude, like I said, didn't even fucking rhyme. Stop the beat. Stop the beat. I need help. I do too many drugs. And this shit is not cool. Hey, Juice World, that shit don't rhyme. I don't give a fuck. 
I need them to hear what I'm saying. Bring the beat back. And Drake. Don't nobody want to believe it, so I'm not... I don't think it's news, but... If he really did put hot sauce in a condom in the bathroom to keep the girl from using the, the nut. Why not just flush the toilet, the, the condom down the toilet? If you're going to go in the bathroom and it's a hotel bathroom, it's not your room, not your house. Just flush the condom down the toilet. Now, if you if if you did that, that's, I'm just for shits shits and giggles. If this shit is true, and he did decide to put, if this is his plan, that he do this every time. You Drake, you don't need to put. You can just. You can just keep the condom. You can just keep it. Or have a handler. You can have a handler come and get the condom. Soon as you get soon as you get through fucking, you can pick up your phone like, alright, come get the condom. And somebody can come in there and pick up the condom. You can make that a job. You can you can the economy can flourish. You can have a factory. You can have people working shifts. I imagine you and your entourage fuck with a lot of girls it's a lot of people that do a lot of bullshit for a lot less you can just hire people to come and retrieve you hey what you do I, I throw away Drake's condoms securely for $3,000 a day and what you gonna say what the, what the next person gonna say after that other than is he hiring All right, now let's get this real. Yeah, watch out for them dudes. They'll come talk to you. They be talking to you like this. Start tapping their feet. He say they got a string tied to their thing, and they be sitting up there talking to you. And they be beating their meat while they talk to you. Yeah, what's up? What you doing? So if y'all at the club, or if y'all in the store, and y'all see a man talking to y'all like that, they got a thing. They got a string tied to their thing. They beating their meat. I'm telling y'all what I know now. They got it tied to their toe. It's a string come from right here all the way down to their toe. And they be sitting up there talking, even if you in jail. If a dude talking to you in jail, you talking to him, he start doing like this while he talking to you, you better walk away. Because he looking at you talking to you doing this. I'm telling y'all what I know. And when this one get tired, he go to the other one. He got two strings. If he start doing this, he showing up almost enough. So once he switch to the other leg, you know it's coming. So he gets go fast. And so once he get back over here, he talking to you, 
You ain't gonna even know what he's doing. You're gonna be like, what you doing, man? And you're gonna be like, started with the news portion of the podcast i just like to remind everybody that this part of the show is brought to you by the good people at the preserved pot academy where we aim to teach you how to get the most out of that bag but rule number one is that is not a cigarette but that is a weed roach it is weed in there do not throw that away this and other lessons that you will learn to help you get the most out of that bag. I got hiccups and um, I don't know how they started. It's fucking annoying. I don't know if y'all can hear it. I'm going to try to edit it. I don't know if weed helps combat hiccups or make it worse but we gonna see we gonna find out together I guess uh, alright let's get into it um, some good news to start out the um, segment they found the dude that shot young dog matter of fact they found both of them and I don't know if they was together or not I would imagine they had to be if they both got caught at the same time. But even they wasn't. A couple things about the story that stood that stood out. Number one, the newscaster who reported the story, her name was Shirley Skurlock. Like that was her real name. Shirley Skurlock. I don't know the origin of that, but she was black, so I'm gonna assume that she did not have a black husband, or or maybe some some type of foreign black dude. See that, and that's why you shouldn't assume because you make an ass out of you know you 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 being me and and me being, also being me. Um, but uh, and other than that, the killer had the nerve to drop a single in a video, like it's on the same day he got arrested, or the day after. Matter of fact, well, depending on how you look at it, he planned on turning himself in on Monday. He got arrested on Tuesday. The video came out on Monday, so I'm thinking maybe he was gonna turn himself in on Monday because the video was going to come out on Sunday. But it got, you know, shit happened. Label. Murder. You know. They dropped it. But then I'm thinking after hearing it, I'm thinking not that bad. I know that's, I know that's fucked up. But, um, it's not a bad song, and it shouldn't be. When you consider the detail, when you consider the details, the situation, like the, the motherfucker, it's a proven, you know, killer. 
And if you making a beat for this motherfucker, you ain't gonna try to bullshit him. That's for damn sure. You're gonna try to give him, you know, you're gonna give him your shit you were saving to play for Dre or whatever the fuck. And, and visually, same thing. The director ain't trying to get shot. He really kills people. He on the run right now. Do you think he gonna give a fuck about shooting me too? No, no, no. You better put that lighting right and and make sure that shit ain't in the shot and do whatever the fuck you gotta do. This shit better be good. My motherfucking life is on the line. Speaking of rappers in jail, uh, this was a first. We got fully edited and recorded and produced song and video from jail. No, I'm not talking about like. Sh- no, I'm not talking about like when Shine and Bobby Schmurda. I think Slick Rick did it. Not this calling from jail shit. And then they make a video out of it. You know, using old clips. No, 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 no. These motherfuckers are in jail. And they made a video. And it's edited. And it has one... I imagine he the dude they fuck... I imagine he the dude they fucking... Cause the way he dancing on the video, he trying not to dance. He not he trying not to twerk and do all that shit he probably really want to do. But he doing that um, what's that little shit called, man? Whipping Nene or some shit like that. So it's 2022. I know he probably that probably was the last dance that was out when he went to jail. But. He was the he was supposed to he was supposed to be the video ho. I'm I'm gathering, but I'm impressed with the editing because they because they clearly did it on the phone. Then again, I did see another. I I have saw a jail video where dude was showing you how to charge. I have seen a jail video where dude was showing you how to charge laptops in jail with steak sandwiches or some shit. I don't know, but. My point is this. Other than, like my man was referring to earlier, the tapping of the foot and the strings and the jacking off and all this, all this bullshit, it sounds like jail is not too bad. You can just, you can become a TikTok star. You can shoot videos. You can learn how to cook. You can make things to fuck. You can um, have. You can be in a fashion show. You can run the fashion show. You could um, have a dog. So, I don't know what jail is for nowadays, but it's definitely not a punishment. I don't know what we're going to do with these criminals because it ain't jail. It ain't, that ain't, it ain't working no more.
lady um, put her kid in the trunk because he had COVID and I mean he she put him in the trunk he got diagnosed with COVID so she put him in the trunk to take him to a second location to get a second to get a second opinion right and um to her surprise they arrested her and actually to my surprise too and to any kid surprised from Cleveland who been to Miles Drive who been to Miles Drive-In Theater in the 80s and early 90s I thought you were supposed to I thought kids were supposed to ride in the trunk I thought that was part of the uh, you know, part part of the trip. I thought they was in on it too. I didn't know that they wasn't paying for us. I thought I thought they they probably asked at the window. How many kids y'all got in the trunk? That's how much we rolled in the trunk. Come to find out, we wasn't supposed to be in the trunk, and and my mama could have went to jail. Hmm. I mean, our my mamas and our mamas could have went to jail for that shit. Learn something new every day. Saw some shit that was that looked like some shit straight out of uh, two third graders' imagination. One third grader. You ever seen who you think will win between a pit bull and? A lion. A lion. Yeah, yeah, a lion. Lion is bigger. What about a pit bull and an alligator? Alligator, probably, because alligator could take it in the water. Yeah. And the dog can't swim. But that's not what happened. I saw a video of a pit bull versus alligator, which I don't know who set this up. I never thought I would see a video of a pit bull and an alligator. But I know I saw a video last week of a pit bull doing pit bull shit. And he had a motherfucker jumped over a fence and he got, he got on that forearm. And once they get that forearm, it's a wrap. And but this time, this pit bull got this motherfucking alligator by the neck and yeah it was pretty much over for the alligator and it's like how did they even get in the same area who set this up who is the Don King of fucking wild animal fight and if y'all was mad at at fucking Michael Vick who is this Y'all, y'all better find this motherfucker. He fighting alligators and dogs. That's not even the same. They don't even eat the same. They don't even got the same diet. They ain't even supposed to be in the same area. One of them motherfuckers. I'm pretty sure one of them motherfuckers shit exclusively in the water. Well, I don't know. It was a hell of a fight. Well, it, it, it was a one-sided fight, really. It was like uh, 
Floyd Mayweather and Arturo Gotti. Or Floyd Mayweather and one of the Paul brothers. Or Floyd Mayweather and that Asian dude. Or Floyd Mayweather and Conor McGregor. You get the gist. So old school mugging. Caught on tape. Um, you don't see people get mugged. That's like mugging. You ain't seen people get mugged since you know Sega Genesis was making commercials, and you know electronic boutique was was still a thing. But um, yeah, motherfucker got mugged. He put he went to do some night. He went to put a jacket on the dude who was laying there. He was laying there, you know. Uh, I imagine it's cold. And so this dude trying to have a heart and be compassionate for the for the fellow human being or whatever. Man, he went to put this jacket on this dude, and this dude woke up and beat the shit out of him. And I don't it don't look like he took nothing. But he might have, because yeah, I think he took he went in his pockets while he was punching him or some shit like that. And I'm just thinking, you don't see. That's why you can't you can't be mad at somebody on how they react. And that's if you say something to them that you think is funny, or you think, or if you're trying to dog, whatever the fuck. You if you don't know a motherfucker from if you ain't never seen a motherfucker before, if that's your first time meeting them is that day, you don't know how a motherfucker react to nothing. So for you to put this jacket on this motherfucker, you think you're doing something nice, ain't no telling what type of jacket trauma this motherfucker got that you didn't trigger. His uncles probably used to put the jacket on him before they did terrible uncle shit. Yeah, this motherfucker some type of flashback. He beat the fuck out of you. Better leave these people alone. People and animals. Leave them both alone. Unless they specifically come to your direction. Even then, go to ignore it. Go the other way. Go the opposite. Go do the, whatever they doing, do the opposite. That motherfucker touching shit and getting bit and shot. So a video is it, it says security guard chokes up kids. So I had to watch this. Like, what the fuck? That's what he did. Um, the kid, all the kid did was throw like a balled up empty cup at him, and they was at a McDonald's or something like that. It was in Ireland, and that's when I said, "Oh, okay, that's what makes that's that's the difference." Because in a black security guard, it was a black dude, a black security guard at McDonald's, at a McDonald's in America, at any McDonald's, not, you know, they know better than grabbing a white child by the neck over a cup. You know, that's pretty much a death sentence. At least, it's a, it's a very least a jail time. But, um, no. When I saw he was from Ireland, I said, well, you're a black Irish dude, and, and 
ain't never met no black Irish dudes, but I would imagine that they ain't that you know, the only thing they don't have the, the best sense of humor. You know. They live in Ireland. They're black. I mean, I know it's it's tough to be black and generally anywhere, but in Ireland, I imagine it's you black and you got that weird accent or Irish accent. However, if you think it's weird, then it's all right, whatever. But anyway, that's what happened. They don't fuck around. He ain't just no security guard. He a black Irish dude. Yeah, he got a security uniform on, but other than that, you have to take that into account. You have to take that into account. saw some um another terrible video that actually turned out to be a life-saving video because if it wasn't for the video what happened was there's a lady pulled you know how everybody trying to do shit from the 90s bring back 90s hairstyles and the beats is coming back from their songs and um shoes ain't never really went nowhere but this lady tried to pull a, uh, she tried to do a, a Tupac. She tried to do a Brenda's Got a Baby. And put the baby in a dumpster. In a bag. So. And. I guess that was her way of covering up. Because Brenda, at least Brenda just put the baby in the, in the trash can with blankets. She had consideration. Like maybe, you know. Maybe somebody might find this baby. Let me wrap the baby up. All I know is I don't need this baby. This lady put her baby in a plastic, one of them thank you bags. Which is the opposite. She should have had a, you know. Her bag could have said a myriad of things. But not thank you. But, um. She put the baby in the bag. And put the baby in the trash. And like I say, if it wasn't for the videotape, they might not have caught her. I think somebody saw the tape and then came out. Like they came down there immediately. So. Or, no, I got that wrong. They didn't see the tape. The shit just happened to be on tape. And the people who found the baby just found the baby. Just randomly found the baby. And they probably used the tape to find the mama. That's what happened. There you go. Because the lady parked. Clearly she parked where all her license, front license plate, all of you, whole front half of the car. You know what type of car it is. License plate. And they got her ass real quick. And in these situations, it's always real stupid. Because, like, man, you don't want the baby. Go to the... Take the baby to the hospital. The hospital is probably closer than the garbage can. What if the gar... What if the hospital was across the street? And you still took went to the garbage can. That was some 
Just you could say the same. You don't have to say nothing, really. You all, all you gotta do is be like, hmm. They gonna say, what's what's going on? And then just leave. I mean, at the, in the, in the worst case, they can give you child abandoning, endangerment. I don't know, but it won't be fucking attempted murder. And you won't have no, you won't have no baby, and you won't have an attempted murder charge. Simple as that. Some of these states, they allow you to do that shit to up to fourteen years old. You can drop off a fucking kid and say, "I'm done." I'm done. I tried. I couldn't get the fucking PS5. This motherfucker ain't shut up since. It's January 19th. I'm done. I'm done. But, you know, people choose these other dumbass routes. Shit, they didn't saw movies and whatever the fuck. Whoever the fuck they listening to telling them to do the dumbass shit. Another lady got on camera because she's bald from having too many ponytails, which is the most predictable thing in the world. Of course, if you keep pulling your fucking pulling your hair at the scalp and putting in these dumbass tight ass ponytails, eventually the shit gonna snap and break. And so now yo, you got a fucking George Jefferson, but. They got lace fronts for dudes now. So what the fuck are we supposed to feel? Y'all wear lace fronts anyway. Now, I guess she's just mad that now she ain't gonna get to say this is my real hair. So now you gonna be like, I don't know, 85% of the girls. Whoa, big deal. You gotta wear a wig. Get the fuck out of here. The, the, the dumb part is not knowing that your hair... You know your shit was too tight when your fucking eyes was watering the whole time you had your ponytails in now you wondering why you bald I reported this on the last uh, not the last podcast but a few podcasts ago about people being able to visit the lions up close and personal on a safari in this fucking cage and at the time it was a concept or a new thing, but now it's I finally seen somebody actually doing it, and this dumb motherfucker in there with her camera, and the lion is circling the cage, trying to figure out how to get in there, and he probably thought, I'm just gonna jump over this shit, and he was it was a rude awakening for it to be, you know, a top. And now she taking pictures of the lion's nuts and all this because the lion don't want to. It's trying to. He mad that he thought he's about to get in there on your ass. But now you he, you humiliating him taking pictures. Who you gonna like Richard Price? Say, who you gonna show them pictures to? Look at the lion. I took here's the lion's nuts. That's gonna get you a bunch of likes on Facebook. Lion nuts. That's what you paid seventy five hundred dollars for. To take a picture of some lying fucking nuts up close. All this. You could have took a picture of the cat nuts. At the house for free. Enlarged the picture. The nuts look the same. They just way bigger. 
Because it's a lion and not a fucking tabby cat. Where the fuck is that? Alright. This is similar to a story from last episode where I told y'all that a motherfucker got shot at Taco Bell over essentially over taco well this dude got shot not over nothing less petty or more petty he got shot as an an innocent bystander by somebody who was shooting over some shit that was more petty this motherfucker come to Wendy's line and you know the policy they give you motherfucking one sauce per nugget and maybe one per fry some shit like that so you ain't getting no more than two sauces no matter what you order dude want extra sauce homeboy is about to give it to him but the manager said no you gotta pay for extra sauce motherfucker stormed off came back and shot up that motherfucker inside the window and shot the little dude in the head so he survived, but now I'm trying to figure out what's worse to die over Taco Bell or get shot and pop, you know, he's gonna be fucked up over fucking Wendy sauce. And then, I mean, if I had to pick one, I guess Wendy sauce is more valuable only because you stack them bitches up and they stack neatly in the, in the on the motherfucking shelves or they lay down, they don't take a lot of space up in the drawers, and they do go pretty good with, you know, non-Wendy's foods. So, but he wasn't trying to, the other dude got shot trying to protect the fucking money. This dude got shot in the bystander. So, I guess, I guess the other dude got shot being a fucking dumb hero, and this dude got shot just, so it ain't no better. I guess it's a worse reason to get shot. I guess that would have to go to the Wendy's dude. Um, yeah, that, hopefully that's the last this the last time I got to talk about somebody getting shot over fast food. Cause goddamn, or in a fast food place. Cause maybe now that I think about it, hmm, everything conspiracy theory. Maybe fucking DoorDash and Uber Eats are sending motherfucking killers into these places to fucking boost for marketing which if that's the case that's genius marketing for Uber Eats and uh again another reference to an older podcast and then we can wrap this up um I had titled the podcast in the past can't think which episode I want to say it was like episode 79 I think it was called dollar store employees you know can fight but I should change it to dollar store import employees are brave because this dude on this tape in this particular dollar store which was arranged a lot like the one that they closed down by me but um I don't know, this dude was probably about 
a foot and a half shorter, at least a good foot shorter than this dude, probably about 80 pounds lighter. And he called this dude a pussy. And that's and I say that's why we gotta change it to these dollar store dudes are super brave because that dude hell hath no fury like a dude that got a, a foot and two and a hundred pounds on you that you call a pussy and they couldn't get this dude up off him and he had the nerve to take off his little apron like before he called dude the pussy, take off his apron. And if anything, you could use that to fucking try to blind that dude and give you a chance to get up or use it to shield some of those punches. Sprit fan that bitch out like you're trying to put a fitted sheet on a bed and try to catch some of them punches with that robe. Which I don't know why you gotta wear a little apron. As I said, robe. Gotta wear a little apron instead of the name tag at least if we had a name tag you could have tried to stab dude in the neck with the pen part you can't defend yourself at all with no robe once dude up on you like that so I mean robe I keep saying robe apron but um he got pummeled and the lady put it aptly on the commentator on the tape she said he is beating the fuck out of that dude which is the worst thing you want to hear and it was a security guard who did not intervene at all. And I get it, they mad at him. But he like, that uh, breaking up, I'm here to stop people from stealing. That dude don't work here. I break up employees fighting, got me fucked up. inspired by reparations because um, talk about the time when I found out I was getting paid less than my white co-worker <laughs> who we had started at the same day and did the same job but he made when it was time to get our raise he got 10 more cents than I did and I just, I just ne- that never ever sat right with my soul I'm, I'm mad I didn't say nothing at the time, so now I'm saying it this time, but damn it, man. I should have raised more hell about my 10 cent. I think they expected me either not to find out or not care about the 10 cent, which would have been another one of those deep, really needed moments. So, that's just one I can give back, wish I could give back. And that's it. That's just a quick version because it's a long podcast, so. Just wanted to tell you about the time when I got shorted out of 10 cent. I need my reparation. And more than just one 10 cent. Give me a 10 cent over a, a year's worth of checks. 10 cents. Give me a bunch of 10 cents. 
26 checks, 260. Motherfucker. <laughs> All right. This week on Puddle Tracks, Marvin said it was a long day at the office. Marvin said it was a rough day because it wasn't no music for half the day. And then they end up firing the DJ. First of all, when they started work, they couldn't get no music to play. He said it was because the speaker had blew, so the strippers, you know, they had to improvise. The one girl, she beatboxed for like, for like the other girls. And uh, the bartender used to play drums, so they asked her to. They had no drums; they just had a, like I think an ink pen, a pack of cigarettes, and she made some music happen. They was making it work, and then come to find out, it had nothing to do with the speakers. Jay left the aux cord at work and didn't want to use an Uber. All right, y'all know. This COVID shit is here to stay. And so is comedy. Anyway, happy new year, everybody. Happy new year. Y'all don't sound that happy. <laughs> That's probably my fault, because I'm high as shit, so I don't know how I sound <laughs> myself. Uh, it's good to be out. This is my first time out amongst people in 2022. This is good. It feels good. Uh, this vaccine and COVID shit is crazy. I know one thing, vaccinated or not, I like when it came out, remember when it first came out with the vaccine, and they came up with all these things to get people to take it, all these incentives and all this shit, and uh, the one thing people would say, it was my favorite comparison, everybody would say, every podcast, every radio show, everybody you talk to, they'd say, if you can eat ass, <laughs> you can take the vaccine, <laughs> which sounds good, it sounds good, out loud. But it really don't make sense because you can spit ass out. <laughs> Not an accurate comparison. Speaking of eating ass, my girlfriend is on this show. And uh, if you're going to eat ass, I suggest you have a girlfriend. Or, or a significant other, whoever it is. Just one single ass. Or two. Whoever it is, make sure y'all ate the same thing that day. That's all I <laughs> That's the biggest risk with single people eating random asses. You don't know. You don't know what these people had for lunch or whatever. You're just trying to have a good night and eat your taco ass, whatever. Alright, this segment of the podcast is the Mel More Appreciation segment. Just want to tell y'all thanks for fucking with me. Uh, I hope y'all enjoying the show and the podcast so far. I hope y'all telling people to listen to it and sharing it. Uh, I hope y'all leaving five star reviews if you're listening to it on Apple. I guess that's what y'all supposed to do. I really don't know why they tell everybody to tell people that. I don't know. But it just please do that for me if you, if you would if you're listening to it on anything else just keep listening to it I guess that's all you do on, on anything else and that was five star reviews and um 
I appreciate the support. I fuck with y'all. Thanks for fucking with me. Let's keep it going. Roll up. We made it to the end of the podcast, man. I'm glad y'all stuck around. I know this was a little longer than usual. Um, kind of heavy on the reparations talk. But hey man, it's Martin the King's birthday, so whatever. Uh this is the only time it's gonna be any type of serious. And if you got any type of serious in there, then I guess it wasn't too serious. It was just a little bit serious, but whatever. Uh, but before we get out of here. As usual, there is just one more thing. Man, people really be going to jail when the plane land. Like, I keep, like, I don't know what the fuck it is. I keep seeing all these videos of people fighting on jail. I mean, on airplanes, and they get arrested. As soon as you do anything belligerent on a plane, they call in the police. Everybody know where we're going. It ain't like it's a bus. Where motherfuckers gonna get off? Or oh, he got off three stops ago. I don't know where he at. Look, we all going to Miami. When we get there, you going to jail. Ain't no, you can't, you know, maybe they'll catch you. Uh, you got a warrant if you get pulled over or some shit. Uh, whatever. No, you going to jail as soon as the plane land. So you better make the most out of that flight. You better fucking sing the karaoke get all the fucking peanuts and airline little treats and snacks and get full i take a couple shits in that in that in that toilet you better do it everything you got to everything you can while you still a free person because when you get down there you are i'll put on all my clothes matter of fact you better try to find your you better hope you got a carry on and not a fucking check bag because they ain't coming back for that shit and and they might not even let you take your carry on so you better go in the bathroom and start putting on getting layered up empty out that motherfucking suitcase because you just fucked up and then everybody know you're going to jail too like you like when you sitting on the plane after whatever little ruckus you didn't cause is is over and now you sitting there and everybody looking at you like you're going to jail y'all seen hey y'all seen that girl that's going to jail she up there go look at her and then now you're a spectacle. So you don't want to be a spectacle. And you don't want to go to jail as soon as you get on the ground. I mean, you can't even, you ain't even going to let you get a postcard. You ain't even going to get to get no local cuisine, you know, Papa Do's or whatever the fuck. Like, shout out to Dallas Airport. Um, But, um, yeah, man, that's fucked up. But you know what's not fucked up is these tips I'm getting you through the motherfucking week until the next episode. Shit. Number one, count your blessings. Number one, first and foremost, um, a lot of shit happening that could throw you off your game. You're looking around on your Facebook, social medias, and see all this good shit happening. All these people got all these followers and TikToks and all these TikTok ticks. Count your blessings, man. Do what you got to do, man. Be happy for what the fuck you got. Because I swear, I promise, you wake up tomorrow with some shit that wasn't there when you went to sleep big or small you're gonna be mad than a motherfucker it's gonna it's gonna ruin your day it might ruin your life depending on what it is um do unto others man that's an important one uh make sure that you see yourself in somebody else man don't you know 
just because you walking in the door don't mean you can't be the motherfucker that's holding the door one day. So say thanks, motherfucker. Shit, I don't know. Do unto others. Just make every... Don't steal, kill, cheat, lie. Because you don't want nobody doing that shit to you. It's real. So very simple concept. Motherfuckers just refuse to fucking pick up on. Um, the serenity prayer is a big one. If the, if the day going crazy is... Seem like motherfuckers coming at you from every angle, right, left, up, down, front, back. Look, take a deep breath, serenity prayer, get that shit together, figure it out, you'll be alright. Um, don't take shit personal, because we don't know these motherfuckers. You are just going to work with them. Uh, you don't know what type of text or phone call they got before they, right before they saw you and what they going through. Just, hey man. Monica told you before, man. She might have been singing about the period, her period, but I'm telling you, don't take shit personal. All right? Um, don't compare shit. Stop comparing shit. Just enjoy the shit you got while you got it. Um, whatever you're doing while you're doing it, what you listen to while you listen to it, who you fucking while you fucking them. Stop comparing my last girlfriend. I'm not going to hear that shit. And lastly, man, get high. That's why we're here. Smoke some little little Meldricks back to back. Today I smoked like four of them bitches. Yesterday I smoked seven of them bitches. I don't give a fuck. That's what we do. And until then, till next week, be safe. Be careful. Go Browns. We out.